0: The following podcast contains adult themes, adult humour, and particularly adult language. It is not intended for children. Occasionally, there will be chicken noises.
1: Dear Ground Level, what are your feelings on voting, elections, and the current candidates in the UK? I'm particularly curious to know what you think about Nigel Farage and UKIP. Sometimes he sounds like he's making sense, but only in a down-the-pub-with-your-mates kind of way. You'll probably answer this too late to help me decide who to vote for, but I'd still like to know what you think. Also, my husband has a question too. Do you think Oscar Pistorius is guilty? Yours, Rita and Mike Swansea. I don't agree
2: with that at all. Really?
1: Nope. You're listening to the Ground Level Podcast with Dennis Jose-Francois. Hello. And Dan Collacott. Hi. Brownie.
2: Hello. Okay.
0: And me, Lofty. This is the discussion show for the rest of us. The one where we look at everyday problems, by everyday people, try to come up with a few solutions.
3: It just depends.
0: So here we are. It's ground level with a difference. One of us isn't actually in the room. Lofty is here by what is known as (laughs) telepresence. Say hello to the audience, Lofty. Hello. That is from the other end of an iPad. Isn't this amazing? Yes. It's the future. Where are you really, Lofty? What's that? Where are you really? In reality, where are you Um, right now? I'm in the
1: loft of uh, my new house in Berkhamsted.
0: You're in Lofty's Loft.
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and why are you in
3: Lofty's Loft and not here, Lofty? Because I
1: have uh, inadvertently stepped down from uh, two steps and twisted uh, and kind of bad ligament damage on my right ankle.
2: You fell over.
0: And hurt your leg. You had yeah, a fall.
2: Lofty, you had a fall.
0: Where was the location <laughs> of this incident?
2: At Euston Square
1: tube station.
0: Uh. OK, and why were you running?
1: I wasn't running. I uh-huh. was
0: walking down the stairs. Okay. Why were the stairs slippery? They
1: weren't slippery. Uh-huh. I just missed the last two
0: steps. Uh-huh. Why was there a loose slab on the staircase? There wasn't a
1: loose <laughs> slab on the staircase. Okay. Where, were
3: you
0: wearing Crocs? <laughs> no. I,
1: I gave them back to Brownie. I'd only borrowed them for a day.
3: Had you
0: been drink? <laughs> had you been drinking?
1: No.
3: Oh. Had you been taking recreational drugs? No. Oh. Okay. Did, were you pushed? I took. Were you pushed? No. No. Oh, okay. Were your shoelaces untied?
2: No. Hold on, were you saving a small person? No,
0: no. Were no. you starring no. in a Charlie Chaplin film? No. Did you have a pair of scissors and when you fell over you jupped yourself in the leg? Uh-oh. These questions stop now. <laughs> no, sorry, okay. Alright. So what's on your mind? Should we start with Lofty? <laughs> <laughs> I think we <you> should. <laughs> what is on your mind? Uh, well,
1: probably my leg is on my mind, to be honest that I was just I, I managed to survive a uh, a 5-day stag do trip to Poland yet I come back to Euston Square and I fall down two steps like simply <laughs> it's the shittest injury I've ever had that's possibly done the most damage uh, I've ever experienced. Did you
0: actually fall over on the way back from the uh stag do?
1: No no no. Like we got back on the uh, Sunday. I had Monday off because I was hungover, and that's a leave a, a lead day, not a sick day. And then Tuesday, I went into work, got to Euston as normal, walked around to Euston Square, and literally didn't see the last two steps and trips, and uh, cracked my leg.
0: Wow. So, the actual damage is quite extensive, and uh, you are unable to walk without the aid of crutches, is that right?
1: Yeah, at the moment
0: yeah that's right okay listeners if you'd like to send in donations <laughs> flowers or well wishes you can do so to uh us
2: oh, yeah, we need
0: it ground level uh-huh. tell yeah. lofty why don't we use this opportunity to tell the listeners how they can contact us
1: uh ground level pod on twitter ground level gmail at com, and ground level podcast on facebook
0: all right wow What's the worst injury you've ever had, Dan?
3: Oh, I've had quite a few. <laughs> um, I, I actually um, fell on a, a piece of glass which cut my leg open 18 stitches. Wow, were you drunk? No, no, I was a small boy. I was about 13. <coughs> um, I've also broken my arm twice. I've cut my wrist open by putting my fist through a window. Oh. Uh, I've broken fingers. Yeah, quite, quite a few. Was there,
2: hold on, was your fist through the window? Was that a moment of aggression?
3: It was, but again, I was, I was, I was young. I was probably only about twelve. Wow!
1: So um, like you had a busy twelve and thirteen-year-old. Nice. I know.
3: I, I think I was in the hospital probably every other week from the ages to from ten to fourteen.
0: By the time I was sixteen, I had broken every finger on both my hands twice. Fucking hell! Look at them. They're all distorted and bent and out of shape. I always wondered why that was. Well, your fingers were a
2: little I, bit. Uh, did you do? Was oh, so hard Not hold all hold on. at the same no, time. Like, what were you doing? <laughs> uh,
0: judo, rugby, rugby, slammed it in a door, just fell over running. Uh, you know that kind of stuff. Just. Yeah. Awesome Have you
3: ever done manage. that on a basketball? I've never, I've never actually broken a finger. I've had
0: a, I've had a football hit me like that and break my oh. fingers. I used to be the school goalkeeper. So when you say him, half of these came from yeah. like one, one of the, one time I dived saved saved the, the, the ball but smashed my hands into the goalpost oh. and broke two fingers that way.
3: So just for the listeners you actually showed that you you had a an injury right on the tip of your the front of your fingers. Yeah. So the impact point was right at the top of your yeah. hand. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Pretty, that sounds um, painful. It was pretty painful. So, Brownie, what's fractured, your...
2: Yeah, Brownie,
1: have you ever broken a bone?
2: I've fractured my wrist. I fell off a skateboard. Ooh. I was sitting on it at the time, not standing. Wow. Um, um, I've knocked myself out. I ran into a post and knocked myself out. But no, I've not had anything. How did you do that? <laughs> I, was racing, I,
1: mean,
2: I was racing my sister to one of those big posts that keeps um, cars off the grass. And I wanted to win, quite a you competitive ran, person, so I just ran, ran, ran into straight it. into
0: it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, um, no slowing down at yeah. the line for you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's...
2: Yeah. But I don't. no, I don't think I've had any major injuries.
0: But
3: I broke, I, forgot, I broke my wrist jumping out of a train, but I think we've already done that story on another ground level Yeah,
0: pole, so. I, I, I um, tore in, uh, my hamstrings um, mm. in a debaucherous night of sex in Amsterdam.
1: Wow! <laughs> I, I'm,
0: I'm too afraid to ask and Can I the just details. say, I am not making this up. I'm
1: saying that. The Both. problem
0: was. Both. Yeah, the problem was that I didn't really realise it at the time for reasons I can't really explain here. Uh, and then I went out partying the next day um, and was still uh, numb to the pain. And then I sort of went out and had another debaucherous night of. Uh, um, Bedroom Madness, and then on the Monday, so this is like a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then on the Monday, I sort of got up and went to walk away, and, and my legs buckled from underneath me. Did you pay for those debaucherous nights? Well done, of course not. Um,
2: In physical pain? Well, he, oh, yeah, only physically, yeah. Not, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: not through yeah. his wallet. And um, and then I couldn't, be, I was basically bedridden for about six weeks.
2: With the person that you had
3: the other No. Debaucher- oh, okay. I was about to say, <laughs> wouldn't that aid
0: more debaucherous nights? Well, no, not if you can't. It. The weird thing was... It, Submissive. I, I made it much worse by continuing to walk around mm. on... Or, you know, as if nothing had happened. And that is that really what caused the problem.
1: That wasn't really the weird thing, though, was it? <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. 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 no.
0: no. <coughs> so, yeah, I'd say that's probably the most uh, annoying injury I've mm-hmm. had. Like, self-inflicted right. injury. Mm-hmm. So...
2: What are you doing with your time, Lofty? Are you watching Jeremy Carl and Homes Under the L- Lou swimming. Oh, really?
1: Well, I watch a bit of TV. The, the, to be honest, the painkillers make me really sleepy. Mm. Like they, they really knocked uh, The other day, really knocked me for six. So, um, yeah, I don't know really when to stop those. They give me absolutely loads of them. Just sell them. And I don't really no. know. <laughs> I've, got, I've got, like, I got 100 from the hospital at Hemel Hempstead the other day.
0: Well, you are a big chap. Huh? <laughs> uh, you are a big fella.
1: Yeah, that's true. But I'm still only taking like two every four hours
0: or something. Hmm. Well, I think this is quite a good segue into what's on my mind.
2: What's on your mind, Dennis?
0: Well, I recently have been in hospital. It's one of the reasons there was no podcast last month because I had a hernia operation and I have a five-inch incision in my groin because it wasn't keyhole surgery, even though they told me it was. So I woke up... (laughs) to find that they'd done something different than I was expecting. But uh, never mind that. So I also was uh, unable to walk for quite some time. Um, and when I could walk again, um, I have been walking everywhere quite slowly. And this is what's been on my mind. You should try walking slowly. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> if you walk around the place, and when I say slowly, I mean really slowly, you just notice different stuff. Mm. That you just you things that you wouldn't pay attention to. It's, it's bizarre. it's kind of hard to describe everything from things in shop windows to what people are wearing mm. to stuff on the street, little, tiny little details because all you can do is just you know
2: potter about potter along. Yeah I like yourself. that idea because I walk really fast and I compete with myself all the time. so if I've, if I walk to work the next time I walk to work I want to do it a little bit faster and a little bit faster. Oh. So I've constantly I've got my walk on
0: see I, I'm a bit like that do you how far do you go though are you, are you always trying to I can see yes yeah, yeah. Yeah. are you always trying to uh, like find the most optimal route from if yeah you know.
2: well sometimes I'll go around the long way and then I'll time myself sort of going that way and then I'll go back home that way as well, so I'll see if I can do it so I'm. I do that yeah. but
0: actually I'm a, I do one step worse I, I've been using Google Earth to draw measurement lines to work out the fastest route from like my <laughs> house to the station <laughs> Yeah. So you yeah, every every Got second. You
2: have on your hands. Haven't you, Dan? Yeah,
0: well, well, I have now oh, because gosh. I've saved so much of it.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I do like having a little stroll around.
0: Every second counts. So, mm. what about you, Dan?
3: Well, <clears throat> I'm going to say Brits abroad because um, I had quite. I went to the Algarve for a week, which was very nice because it was very hot. It was around 30 degrees, even though I was supposed to be 24. Very nice. But, um,
2: yeah, so we, we had this
3: cliched kind of view. I think we've even discussed it on other podcasts of Brits abroad. Yeah. It was really strange that every time um, I saw a family, we encountered Brits abroad. They were exactly what you would expect. They were all Northern. They, they made myself, Dennis and Lofty look um, thin, lithe and athletic Svelte Svelte, indeed <laughs> uh, In fact, I kind of made me want to, want to move up north because I'd look really sort of young fit. and thin and fit <laughs> um, and they were all wearing football shirts and it was just like with their kids running around and I just thought, I can't It just lived up to every cliche
0: So, I have to ask you First of all, where were you? Um, in the Algarve this was in the last few weeks. Yeah. How many holidays a year do you get, for God's sake? Two. He always, he's always going somewhere. Like to every my arse. What? To my heart. I know.
1: Every podcast, you've been podcast, somewhere. You know, yeah, I've just got back from uh, Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, so where you went in the Algarve? Did, were you not expecting it to be quite Brits abroady then? Um. No. Well. Not out of
3: season because, mm. um, and to be fair, it wasn't that, it, there were a lot of Brits abroad. There's obviously, there's, a, there's an area called Albufera, which is, you know, all your local, you know, we, they, they do the, the UK breakfast and they do burgers and they do with mm. the stuff which they know, you know, there's all the pubs that show all the, the football. Yeah. yeah, which is fine and nothing really against that, but it was just, it was just strange. I mean... Also, where I work, this is no offence to Irish people, but where I work, there's a lot of Irish people. Yeah, we're we're we, you know a lot of the directors and stuff are Irish. Um, and I again, I don't know what it is, but there are more Irish people than in Ireland currently in the Algarve, which was quite funny. Not not from a an offend. <laughs> I wasn't offended by that, but just <laughs> that I would say about ninety percent of the people there were Irish. Or, you know, 10% were from Yorkshire. So so were
0: you disappointed to be British?
3: Um, I I wouldn't go that far. No no one was making... It wasn't like... They weren't making a disgrace of themselves. It was just quite funny that it was really like... Everywhere you went, it it looked like the the royal family had turned up with their very loud screaming kids and... (laughs) kind of, you know... (laughs) You mean the royal family,
0: the TV show? Yeah. Not, not, yeah, not the royal family. Not not the royal family. No, uh, so it was just. I just let me just ask our our, our correspondent, <laughs> uh, Lofty. You've just recently been overseas, as you told us earlier. You were where yeah. were you?
1: Uh, Krakow in Poland.
0: Okay, and how was that in terms of Brits abroad outside of your own group?
1: Um. Yeah, there were. A- there are a couple of groups of guys that are obviously on stag do's, but not anything major. I probably saw about another maybe 10, 15 English people.
2: Yeah, Krakow's the not majority. that type of place, though, is it, really? So, I, I no, thought, not
1: really. The majority, I've... obviously, were Polish... As 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 one of Matt's friends Ross said when we were in the square, he's like, "Crikey, there's a lot of Polish people here." <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> to, to be honest, with that many poles here, it probably felt a lot like London.
1: <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I tell you what, Krakow is really nice.
0: But I, I thought I, I thought that Krakow was a uh, a hen and stag do destination.
1: Um, well, there are. I mean, there are there are things geared up for hens and stag do stuff, but I didn't see a lot of. Hens and stag days, there. I think
2: Krakow's just got so many bars, like so many bars that I don't think you'd ever really be on top of each other. And it's not like Leicester Square, is it, Lofty? It's like quite lovely little tucked away bars. Right. There's a there's
0: a twenty four hour bar
1: just down the road from our, our hotel. And uh, someone asked him, like, why are you 24 hours? And they said, because he can't find the keys to lock up. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the bit I also found really funny is this guy that was in there, I think he'd been in there for about 48 hours and he wasn't leaving and he was really, really drunk. His
2: name was Lucas, <laughs> I know, quite amusing. And, um, uh, yeah, they had to, like, call
1: security to get him to like go home basically because he was just absolutely hammered, causing a bit of a nuisance.
2: You saw but, it like, wasn't I didn't see like, any trouble
1: appendix. over there at all. That was the only bit that could have possibly gone a bit wrong. But
3: apart from that, it was, I thought it was, I thought it was a really nice place. Definitely go back there. So you, but you were on a stag, dude. So didn't you, did you not do any sort of drinking and debauched stag yeah, things? Yeah, we were
1: drinking lots. But yeah, but we were pretty well behaved.
0: I understand a couple of people went off to see Auschwitz or. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Ben and uh, John. Did yeah, That's yeah, because a... they they couldn't go white water rafting, so they went to Auschwitz.
3: Yeah, wow, mm. it's a big, amazing place. So at least you got to do a bit of white water rafting before you hurt your foot.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, I did all. I, I hurt my foot, like I said, the day after I got back.
0: Yeah. <clears throat>
1: oh, wow. Have you been to Auschwitz, Brown?
2: Yeah, it was incredible.
1: Yeah, it's a crazy I mean, place, isn't it? Yeah, I, I yeah. saw photos and John and Ben were talking to me about it, and I'd, I'd definitely go back just to go there and see it. Yeah, it it's
2: unbelievable. Lit. There's also a salt mine there that you go sort of well, like thousands of feet below, the earth, basically to the centre of the earth. And okay. there's a um, whole church underground made of, um, you know, twinkly salt. It's amazing. Mm. Wow. Not for the claustrophobic. Yeah. No.
0: Or yeah, I think, I, I think treasure. I'm definitely going to go back there again.
2: Uh, yeah, you should do Auschwitz. is amazing.
0: I've never been to Auschwitz, but I did recently go to Legoland. Not quite the same <laughs> thing.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: okay. you uh, Legoland! We're going next week.
0: You going to Legoland next yeah. week? Mm-hmm. Do you know what? I was quite surprised at how how uh, how good Legoland was. Mm-hmm. It kept us. The, my only point of disappointment is that not everything's made of Lego. Like the first hour, you want everything, like toilets, bathrooms, like the ground, everything to be made of Lego. But obviously, even it's the not. food. Yeah, no. but it's not, you know. Um, <laughs> if you're there with kids, it's, it, they'll love it. Yeah. They'll love it. Yeah. I'm no um, looking forward to it. Make sure you go on the submarine ride. Right,
2: okay.
0: There are real sharks down there. <gasps> we, really? that, we did not expect that. We thought wow. there'd be Lego sharks, but actually
2: real sharks. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: so, I definitely. So definitely go on that.
1: Legoland and Windsor. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So. Did you go on the
0: luge? No, but it's about what well, I didn't, um, the others went on like the white water rafting type ride, there's about three or four different rides which get you soaked wet, um, and I was like, no, nah, I'm not doing that, yeah. not going to spend the whole day wet, yeah. um, but uh, in terms of like rides and roller coastery things like that, it's all for kids, there's nothing that will an adult will go, oh, mm. that's a bit dodgy, but the actual lego bits are quite good, so you yeah. know. Miniland land and stuff mm. I, I quite enjoyed it we had a good time I
3: but, went
1: to Chessington a couple of weeks ago
0: to the theme park presumably
1: not yeah, just to the Chessington the theme park yeah the <laughs> um,
0: Chessington
1: station the rides are slightly dodged like we paid we paid like the extra to get the like Explorer Pass or whatever mm. and like the rides were like there's this one ride that they call it it's a new ride called the Scorpion Express or something and it's just like the same ride that they had there ten years ago and they've just like Knocked what up another new, another name on it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Giving it a lift. And the gig was like thirty minutes long. Like, what Me- are you doing? Maybe they made it a bit faster. <laughs> Maybe just cool. mm-hmm. yeah, call it express uh, now. Uh, uh, See,
3: this is actually a, a subject which has been on my mind recently because I went to Thorpe Park um, a few years back, and all 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 the kind of big, you know, Alden Towers, all the big uh, parks now do that kind of option where you have you you literally if you don't pay for that um what's it the queue jumping thing where you
0: fast pass or whatever fast pass
3: you basically wouldn't get more than i don't know three or four rides done in a day because the queues are so long right and i think hang on surely that's not right because you're paying i don't know you pay between i don't know 25 and 40 quid to get into these things and then you have to pay about another between 10 and £15 for the speedy pass mm. thing, and it's like, hang on.
2: It's worth it, though, yeah. I think. Well, you have
3: to. You but have also, to I've do it. it don't it. Have, you have a choice. You
1: 30 quid per person to do the Explorer Pass or whatever it is, and you get given a piece of paper, and then as you use the rides, they they kind of like put a hole punch in them, so you can't do them again with the Express Pass. Oh, bars. no, that's a bit rubbish. That's rather cheeky. Yeah. yeah.
0: You have to um, pay for car parking. I had um, a... Yeah. I had a great uh, Disney World experience um, about four years ago. I'd never been to Disney World. And when I was out in Japan, um, the art director on the project I was on, he lived in Florida. And um, he was a former Disney artist. And he practically lives on the Disney lot. You know, which yeah. is pretty big out in Florida, right? And when he heard that I'd never been to Disney World before, I went to Americans. If you said to America, you've never been to Disneyland, they're like, what? That, that's crazy to them, right? Mm. So he's like, right, if you ever come to America, I've got to take you to Disney World. So as it happened, a few months later, when I got back from Japan, I went over to the States. I'm like, right, I'm going to go see Bruce, go visit Disney World. Now he's got six kids, right? He lives near the park. We went down there two days straight. Right, they've got lifelong passes. They can just go there whenever they want. Wow! Uh, we went at nine o'clock in the morning, maybe ten o'clock in the morning, and stayed there till nine p.m. two days in a row. Right, and because the kids have, they must go like once every three weeks or so or more. They know every trick to go through the park so we did all four parks in two days absolutely every single ride didn't queue up for anything wow. they were like you know now six o'clock it's the parade that's the best time to go on this ride and then nine o'clock it's the fireworks What are fireworks <laughs> we saw those yesterday we we're going to go over to the Epcot Centre and, and we were just like you know we were like running across the park and we yeah. went on some rides three or four times we did absolutely everything and of course because both Bruce and his wife worked for Disney for like 17 years or something, they knew all the history of the park and Disney. So you got this like really detailed guided tour as you went. So it was actually really good as an adult because it's really for kids. That, That was probably the best Disney experience I could possibly have. So one of the things I found amazing about Disneyland was actually the environment itself. They have a lot of skywriters, you know, planes with smoke and stuff. What's really weird is this strange combination of... Bars and strip shows skywriting in the sky, mm. right? Uh, religious groups skywriting in the sky and Disney skywriting in the sky. Mm. So you look up at the sky and at any given time you might see, I don't know, some the Lord Jesus yeah. loves you, right? <laughs> Happy hour, six till seven yeah. down at the bar yeah. and Mickey Mouse's face in the middle. It was just, brilliant. Like, brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> John.
3: I went to um, LA um, and this was, I think... It, this was out of season, I think it was in um, something like September. Uh, no, no, October. It must have been somewhere like October. And um, I went to Six Flags and Universal because it was out of season, even though the weather was, you know, probably equivalent of our summer, about 19, 20 degrees. Hmm. It was brilliant just being able to go around Six Flags park and go to all the big rides and there wasn't a queue for anything no queues at universal and it's just like an experience as 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 an adult as a child i've never never done that because over here we we queue for like three hours for for a three minute ride which ultimately let's face it most of them i mean they're, they're getting better but most of them are fairly crap
2: oh really not a Thorpe Park, they're amazing.
3: Actually, Thorpe Park has got a lot better. Yeah. I went there as a kid and it wasn't great, but now it's pretty awesome.
0: Um, I, that's, six, that's Six Flags Park down there, out, just outside LA. Is it near Cupertino, somewhere between LA and Cupertino? Yeah, it's on the outskirts. So I I was, This is a good 20 years ago. I was in San Francisco one, one new year, and me and my friend Louisa, hi Lou if you're listening, we, well, you know, we looked at this big map, of the area and we uh, and we were like oh we, we want to go to a, pl- uh, a park and in the hotel we were staying they had like all of, it said open 364 days of the year right so we we're like right sweet it will be open so we hired a car got our american mate as well to drive and we looked at the map and we we're like uh, you know easy peasy it's going to be like a few hours drive but what we didn't reckon on was that in america at that time speed limit was 55 miles an hour Right, we're coming from Europe, like Holland and Germany, where the speed limit's like eighty mile an hour or or more, and the traffic's really bad. So it took us absolutely (laughs) ages to drive down to this park. Secondly, right, when we got there, it was shut exactly like oh no. National Lampoon's vacation we got we got all excited we'd been driving for hours we got all excited you can see like the roller coaster things and the wheels and everything and then as we approached the park it was deserted it was so deserted there weren't even people at the barriers like there was no one
1: yeah uh, so you went on one of, the, one of the two days or three days that
0: it was shut I guess you know January the 17th is the day that it's closed
1: How many days of a year,
0: <laughs> you know See, yeah, I don't
3: know. That's why I said two or three. I was trying to <laughs> So Well you see I found I found um In Six Flags, it was open, so all the rides were open, but a lot of all the concessions and food stalls were shut. So if you wanted a you wanted something to eat, you were fecked, really. Mm. So
0: uh Branny, what's on your mind?
2: What's on my mind? Well I wanted to talk about how lovely and sunny and everyone was really happy at the weekend, but I thought that was a bit mushy. So <laughs> <laughs> I Let's am, talk
3: about Auschwitz again.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm really interested in the Pistorius case at the moment. Oh. Oscar Pistorius. Pissed, pissed, Pist,
3: Pistorius.
2: Exactly him. So, Oscar Pistorius, um, the man is guilty until proven innocent. And the media drive. But you mean he's innocent
0: until proven guilty? No,
2: he is guilty oh. until proven innocent in this case. The media have just basically said... This is what's happened. It's obviously a tragic accident. And the media have just started like, pulling out all these really little things from his past, making them massively negative and pushing all this information out there. Look what an aggressive man he is. Look what an awful man he is. Look, what... He's terrible, terrible, terrible. So most people who don't know very much about the case oh, will just right. straight away say, yeah, he obviously did it. Like, he's really aggressive. He's got this problem, that problem. And I think you don't have the system isn't anymore. You're innocent until proven guilty.
0: Right, I see. I totally see. I mean. where, you, where you're coming from? Yeah. And, uh, in you know, the eyes of the media, this is exactly yeah. the same as the uh, O.J. Simpson trial. Right. There isn't a person on earth who believes that O.J. Simpson is innocent, even though he was found innocent in two separate courts. Right, or rather, he was found innocent in the criminal case, and then a judge felt that, in a completely separate case, that he was also uh, it was acceptable for him to have custody of his children. So that and that was completely separate, right? Mm. Uh, despite that, everybody, no matter who you speak to, mm. he's guilty because of the way the media portrayed the stuff. Now, no, you can't, you can say whatever you like. We, you know, we were not in the court, and we were not part of the jury, and we were not privy to everything, mm. right? we were on what everybody saw it from the point of view of the newspapers mm. and uh, and the television. Yeah. So any verdict we have is based on that. And um, uh, if I had this conversation with people, they'd be like, ah, no, but you know he did it because of this, this, and this. I saw this really interesting documentary about all the evidence that wasn't shown in court, Mm, right? And there's some really, really interesting stuff. Like um, Mark Furman, the, the arresting detective, right, was... Quite racist. They had these um, tape recordings of him saying, in which you can hear. You can probably find them online, right? Mm. And this is why he was pulled off off the case yeah. of him saying, um, "I hate all, I hate all black people" or something like that. I'm gonna, uh, you know, I want these niggas to go to jail, I'm gonna start with this guy I'm gonna make him a, an example of him, something like that. I'm paraphrasing, but it was that harsh, right? Yeah, that got out into the press and stuff. So they took him off the case, but that is not allowed as evidence. In the case yeah. because that's nothing to do directly with the case even though you've got the arresting officer saying he was gonna do whatever it took to put this guy yeah, behind bars stupid, right yeah. but that's quite to me that's quite <laughs> damning like you're like well you know but it's not allowed in there's all sorts of stuff like that now the, 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 the fact is in nearly any other country in the world he would have been tried behind closed doors he'd have come out they'd have said he's innocent and we probably would have said, oh, fair enough, he's innocent. Like what happened with Craig Charles. Craig Charles was accused of rape in the yeah. 90s, and it, you know, and he, he got found innocent, and that's it. You've never heard it mentioned yeah. ever again, right? But if that hadn't been in America, people would be like, he's a racist. Uh, sorry, a rapist. Now, if you look at the same thing with Michael Jackson,
3: mm, right? I was about to say.
0: When before Michael Jackson was alive, everyone says like, oh, he's a kiddie fiddler. Mm. He's a kiddie fiddler. Turns out the kids were lying, and they admit it now. Yeah. And what really annoys me about that: are all the people who say who are like, "Oh no, I, I didn't really believe that." Yes, you did. Everybody believed it. Everybody well, people was saying or even
2: that. people will still say, "Well, the kids are obviously lying now," and they'll still believe the story that was put out there before. It's like yeah. um, Michael Lavelle, Kevin. What's his face off of Coronation Street? Oh yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah. So he went up to court, didn't he, with that, with that boy saying that he'd raped him or sexually assaulted him. And then uh, he was found innocent, but it was all in the paper, all yeah, about him. I, I don't really know. I
1: don't really understand how they. Because I thought you weren't, you know, in cases like that, why do they let it get to the media? Why? I don't really understand that. You're basically ruining someone's yeah. career. Well, that's what happened with John Leslie as well. Remember, he got oh, off yeah. as well. Yeah. And well, if, if you look at if you look at pictures of John Leslie before and afterwards, the guy's fucking broken. Yeah. Well, oh, it ruined, ruined his life.
0: A very current example of that is Dave that's Lee. So. Is Dave Lee Travis now? That case is still going oh. on, but the first batch of he was found innocent. Like eight or nine of the eight of the mm. nine of the charges were completely repeal the other one was dropped but when he came out of court he was like well it's not really justice because he had to sell his house mm. to pay for it do you know what I mean yeah now I think it's back in court again isn't it yeah I think it's uh, still going on, it's yes. still going on yeah. so it's not really clear but it's but the media have already and probably most people in the country regardless of whatever have made their, opinion, they've, made yeah. their they've made their decision yeah. here's the thing with the, there's one thing about the michael jackson case and i and i and I've, i said this all along <clears throat> even at the very beginning right mm. the reason i never thought he was guilty it's very very simple if you were the parent of those child children yeah. and you thought he had genuinely molested your children you would not have settled out of court Mm. to me that's yeah. what I was always suspicious that the parents decided to settle out of court which tells me then then, then he couldn't do done it because I, I don't care because I don't care how much money you offered me do you know what I mean if mm. I thought he had sexually molested my children I would not be settling out of court yeah. it's not about that do you know what I mean mm. so to me that was just proof right there and the fact that he settled out of court <clears throat> was why he got a second case because then he's like alright this guy will cough up the money yeah you know yeah. Like Mass Freddie's
3: exploitation
0: all the way
2: Freddie through. Freddie Starrs has been found innocent, hasn't he? Yeah, and
3: the poor guy. I mean, I don't, I don't think he's a particularly, you know, I, I don't want to say that Freddie Starrs. Um, going back to what you were saying, Lofty, he looks absolutely broken. He's been through the ringer, yet, as far as we know, or the legal courts say, he's done absolutely nothing mm. wrong. yet he's no, I just, been. I,
1: understand. I just don't understand how they can. You know how it can be in the press, and like it must be absolutely impossible for the jurors in cases like that. Mm. In that Oscar Pistorius case, seriously, they must, they have, they surely must be locked up twenty-four hours a day.
2: There probably no are though, to be fair. It's so dangerous out there; they all been... you know nothing.
1: That's the only way they could do that impartially.
2: Mm. Mm. But you know, uh, Robin Van Persie, he um...
3: <laughs> random, sorry, <laughs> no, no.
2: But he uh, was accused of rape years ago. And in Dutch law, you just go straight to prison. So he went to Dutch prison for like two weeks or whatever. What, no trial? No, while, while yeah. So while he's being investigated, you just go into a jail.
0: You've yeah, got to bear in mind that this is Dutch jail. Yeah. Which is <laughs> not <laughs> the same as normal jail. We'll talk anyway, about that later.
2: The, guy's in, the guy has gone to jail <laughs> and it's in the newspaper that he is in jail for raping this woman. And then eventually the woman, because it just didn't add up, Um, came out and just said, oh yeah, no, I'm making it up. And I don't don't think her name was ever put in the paper. I think they had to keep it out to Mm. protect her. But Robin Van Persie's name was all over, you know, rape this, rape that. I just think it's awful. It's just guilty. But all all the
3: Operation Tree stuff has been played out to the full in the press. I mean, we've known, I mean, okay, so fair enough, the details that are coming out about Rolf Harris have only just started to be released in the news in the last two weeks. But his name has been attributed mm. to that case for but even with nearly brought,
0: a year. I don't know like, what the current status of the Rolf Harris case is mm. uh, whether he's considered guilty or innocent. No, or, no, no, uh, not Yeah, I don't think he, he, hasn't, he's, he hasn't been found I, I guilty or so No, he still, hasn't, right? No. Uh, and I think some of the charges were dropped or rejected or thrown out of court or whatever. I'm not sure. But about two or three weeks ago, I saw a front cover of one of the rags and it said, it had a picture of him and a quote of him saying, I'm ashamed of myself. I I sicken even myself. Now, he's denying all charges and I'm pretty sure he probably didn't say that. Do you know what I mean? But in my my head...
3: It's because uh, I can actually... Because I've read a lot about it. It's because he sent a letter. So he sent a letter to one of the alleged victims saying that. So... I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. Mm. That doesn't mean he's guilty. I'm just saying yeah. that's a quote from there's a letter. Weird he, weird stuff
2: the, that. Yeah, yeah, but the point is, the point is that we just don't back anyone. Like no one's backed. Yeah. It's just well, he must have done it, or she must have done it. Yeah. And but, then we, but so for the prov- U
3: tree stuff. Sorry to interrupt. The U tree stuff is all because there's a there's a hysteria now. They want to hang as many mm. kind of people because of the whole oversight of the the the, the Jimmy Savile scandal. It's yeah. like that. They now
0: want to. I See, I'm going to go a little bit conspiracy theory here and go a little bit deeper. I don't think it's just that. I think it's the papers and the media also diverting attention away Mm. from themselves because of all the hacking shit that happened last year. They got taken to task, beaten and whipped by the public and everyone in general because of the hacking and were made to look really, really bad. Don't forget it was celebrities like Hugh Grant and whatever, who took the papers and the media to trial about them being hacked. To me, this looks like it's being switched the other way around. Yeah, well, that's still going though, right? That's it is, hack- but right now, if hacking. you ask a member of the public which is the more interesting bit of news, we're more interested in Operation u than we are in, yeah. the, in, the, in the hacking stuff.
1: Well, it's you know back, back to, like, celebrity culture and how we're all absolutely in- besotted by, like, you know, what... What Ralph Harris did 45 years ago
2: but isn't that just what they do anyway they'll put a bunch of stories out there and to cover up yeah. whatever's going on somewhere else it's just always the case isn't yeah
0: it? and I'm not by any way I'm not in any way shape or form trying to say these people are innocent or guilty because I don't know but I agree with you Branny, completely we're it you know we're being uh given a judgment and most people are believing it, I think. Do yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Although I do know there's a. Most people I know are like, oh no, not Rolf Harris, and yeah. oh no, not Stuart Hall, and uh, no, do you know yeah. what I mean?
3: Well, you just kind of wonder what, who, who's going to come Johnny in. Johnny Morris. Well, do, you
2: remember, um, <laughs> do you remember the guy that um, was accused of killing Jill Dando? Yeah. I oh, yes. And, yeah. He, and he was innocent, wasn't he? And he yeah. just got ripped to shreds and in the press. It's funny enough, what, a fr- was he actually found Well, a
0: friend of mine. Yeah. Uh, a friend of mine knew that guy, and he went up in court to speak for him, uh, you know, as a uh, that he, he, was a man of good character, and even I at the time, I remember saying to him. You sure that's wise? <laughs> do, you know, do you know what I mean? Because it looks like, you know... And he was like, no, 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 this guy definitely didn't do it. There's no way he'd have done it. He would never have hurt a fly. And he was, you know, he really... And I thought that was quite brave of him at the time to basically yeah. go and stand against what all the media and everything was Public saying. But, and, and good thing that he did as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not saying that's the reason uh, he, he was found innocent, but...
3: Can I just lay one exception to the rule amongst this?
0: Okay. one 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 oh, uh, Oh, I know, I know. Is it... Is Max it Max Clifford?
2: Clifford. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. kind of... Uh,
1: yes, Alan, but even... How the even... mighty have fallen. Yeah. No, but
2: even then, it's still the same, isn't it? you has you been accused, you go to court, you listen to all the evidence, and then, yeah, he's he's guilty or innocent. And that's the yeah. point. Yeah, but, yeah, I wonder how he's getting on.
3: No, 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 I totally get what you're saying. I mean, we. <laughs> I think everyone probably made up their mind based on the, the, the news and the, the mm. papers, but... You know, from my point of view and probably most point of view of everyone here we all didn't exactly like the guy whether or not even if he was found guilty of nothing he was still a C-U-N-T I <laughs> <laughs> have no opinion on the
2: man
0: uh, uh, what does that mean? Um, see. <laughs> it just how close ground level your heart. can you see the herb?
3: can you see the
0: move on to our main topic yes yeah, let's move on uh, yeah. all right, okay
1: what do you all think about Nigel Farage
0: oh god he's not doing himself any favours is he by speaking in public <laughs> 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 it's, it's like exactly everything interview
1: with him.
0: everything he says it seems just makes him that it just the problem is the problem is no matter what rubbish he says the, the, I think the kind of people who are going to vote for him are going to vote for him anyway
3: yeah, yeah. possibly but you know my 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 theory on uh, UKIP is that they basically the the Farage isn't part of UKIP. They basically just got a very low rate stand up comedian to front their party because he 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 is quite witty and intelligent and he's very capable somehow to sort of legitimise the most ridiculous of
0: topics and opinions and you know yeah, policy. Mental. Uh, what I find quite humorous, I'm going to paraphrase it's a, a comedian I heard the other day. That they they've made quite a point of saying uh, that they're the only party who doesn't allow previous National Front members or BMP members into their party. Really? Yeah. They're the only party that needs to have a rule like that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Needs to have that statement clear. (laughs) (laughs) Which tells you something about them, doesn't it? I saw the other day on telly, I was just flipping through the channels, and there was a a, uh, party political broadcast for the BMP. And I didn't realise what I was watching before. Uh, At the time, it was at six o'clock in the evening, and um, there were people saying, uh, uh, we don't want English to be taught as a second language in our schools. Uh, right. We don't want people coming here on benefits holidays and taking all our benefits. And I was like, and I, 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 because I didn't realise what I was watching, I was like, what the hell is this? I thought it was a comedy programme. I thought there was going to be some punchline <laughs> at the end. And then like, this was a popular broadcast on behalf of the uh, British National Party, hang on, um, I think
3: this is where Lofty was going wrong early on the holidays things. I, I do often go on benefits holidays, Lofty, but not actual holidays. <laughs> um, I thought um, I'd seen you on
1: that Benefit Street programme. <laughs>
0: Uh, and Sorry. and i i was i was just shocked that i mean obviously the way our con- country is structured with right to free speech mm. everybody gets to speak so that in itself that you know okay fair enough but those, Let two, them points, have their those
2: two points that you've just mentioned there aren't aren't particularly bad points though i think you've picked bad examples there
0: Well, the thing, well, not really, because the first one is a stupid example. English isn't being taught as a second language in our schools. Do you know what I mean? It is. And there might be a school in Bradford somewhere where the majority of the students are, you know, from an Asian country and multicultural. But I'm sorry, if you go to any of the schools out there, English is not being taught as a second language, Mm. right? There are lots of, and his own children are half German and speak German at home. Right. the Farage because yeah, right right? yeah, that's yeah, yeah. one of the things he said right? Yeah. I yeah, in that
1: a... LBC interview he, got, he was saying how um, he thought people when they're on a train should only speak English and then the, then the interviewer said "Well, what about your own family your, what, your wife is German national what, what does she have to do
0: when she's on a train and he says well I hope she would speak English <laughs> like, well, that is such do you know curious. what it, it's, this makes me really angry I've lived in many other countries in the world right if, I'm, if you and I are in Japan, mm. right, we're going to speak English to each other. I'm not going to speak to you in Japanese. Mm. If I'm in Germany, I want to speak to you in English. I'm not going to speak to you in German. And if a German's here speaking to another German, they're going to speak in German. And that's fine. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? no he, what, issue what there. What nonsense <laughs> is he talking?
3: I need, to ask, I need to ask all three of you a question, right, based on another UKIP outrage recently. So, so say you, you've just moved into a lovely new home and what would you be more concerned about a family of romanians moving next door to you or a white trash um social housing english family
0: but either they're the same equals, exactly anymore. right so, I mean, the fact that foreigners live next door is a major assumption that foreigners are bad. I say this as the son of immigrants, you know what I mean? Growing yeah. up in a neighbourhood full of immigrants where all our neighbours are from foreign countries, and the idea that people would look at my mum, my dad, me, or anyone else, I live with two people that are not from... In fact, that, everyone in this house except for me comes from another country, right? Mm-hmm. So the idea that people who come from other countries are A, here for benefits, B, are bad, you know, is just absolutely unacceptable bollocks, as far as I'm concerned, and no one can tell me otherwise, because they're talking about me. Do you know what I mean? Yes, there are people from other countries, who come here, bleed the system, etc. But then, there are loads of people from this country, who bleed the system as but well. But
2: you can't take away, you, it, I know, I know you're, I'm know. i not backing these passes at all, but like you said, you can't take away people's, um opinions and you know there's going to be people out there saying all these things and I know it appeals to such a I'm trying to be really polite but like a really particular group of people who are like yeah yeah I agree with that whatever but you can't take that away from people can you so how do you how do these parties put their opinions out there without it coming across as really Well, the
0: problem is, I mean, ridiculous. you're right, people have valid opinions, and mm-hmm. I could totally see where, the, where, they may come, where, they, where they may come from. But what people should ask themselves, and maybe this is what the other parties should point out, all right, outside of this issue of teaching English as a second language and people going on benefits holidays, what else are UKIP and the BNP going to do for this country? Do they know anything about you know, running a health service? Do they know anything about balancing no, no, the they're, budget? Their run- whole, whole thing is around European
1: Union, right? They want out of that, and they're the only party that are actively saying that they want out of it. They're the only ones that aren't sitting on a fence.
2: Are you all... Because even
3: BNP, sorry, sorry? even BNP don't don't say that. Because they're not
0: stupid.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, in, in, in a way, I wish parties would kind of stick their neck out.
2: Yeah. That's what I'm um, saying. I think that's
1: important. If you if you really are, you know, back you know, years ago in kind of like the eighties, that's what that's what people like unfortunately you know, I don't really like the woman, but that's what Margaret Thatcher and people like that were, were, were known for. The politicians that we have at the moment now are a bunch of fucking jokers. They're all, all the same, they all cheat the system and I've got no faith in them. The problem there is is that the younger the younger the kind of younger crowd who are kind of like coming into a voting age who do have you know who are, who are coming out of university and not getting a job, they're they're thinking, well, why should I vote? And that's that's the bit that's
2: sad because that's, because you know, got you know, that's the bit that,
1: that's the bit that's very important <laughs> that everyone should vote, and, and that's that and that's where unfortunately parties like UKIP will get. In because there's minority, there's, there's the minority of people are voting, and the people that vote for parties like that are people who have only, who've only got really two or three brain cells, and they're the ones that they're tapping into.
3: But Lofty, you 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 you, you know you summed it up really well. They are all the same. You can cannot tell any difference between the three main party leaders and their policies. I couldn't tell you the difference between the majority of the conservative policies. And Labour anymore, because norm- normally they they Labour Labour and Lib Dems to a much lesser extent just tend to go against whatever the Conservatives champion, so they can be different, and it's just kind of well, okay. I have no idea. I, I've always been a, a Labour supporter, but I don't know what their policies are anymore. And I certainly couldn't tell you a single UKIP policy apart from the fact they want to
0: take us out of Europe. But is that not partly because you've not taken the trouble to actually find out? No, 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 no. Well... Because you're not a, you're not a, an idiot. But you I'll... should be able... If you read the uh, manifestos, surely they're, they're, you can... Determine a clear difference between them. I'm not saying I know what they yeah, are. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. No, of course. But I think you know. I think there should be. I mean, I watch politics shows. I watch news. Night. I watch all those things. But the dissemination of actual information about you know, you, you, it's all very front loaded towards who's in power you kind of get the policies they're trying to push through or not push through. You get the opposition within their own party from the Lib Dems who don't always go the way the Conservatives do. And you get the immediate reaction from Labour and the other parties. You don't sit there and say, you know, it, it's almost reactive. I, I wouldn't. I still couldn't tell you okay. what, what Labour would do differently. So what
0: are you going to do on Thursday when it's time to vote? Are you going to vote? Uh, yeah. Brownie? I have voted no, I mean this Thursday, coming. not know. I have
2: voted. I've sent my little vote off. That was going to be my question. Oh, oh you, you're doing postal? Postal, yeah. Oh. i have gone, gone postal? I've gone postal. I always the, go postal. What's
0: your excuse for doing postal vote? Uh,
2: because otherwise I've got to walk all the way to the end of my road <laughs> and go and queue <laughs> up in a little hut with the public. I don't want to do that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I did I did just, you just, find it, the postal vote quite complicated? Because I did it for my mum. and It, made, it like, looks you've got
3: ridiculous.
0: Like, well, it was a little bit extra complicated for my mum because she's in Queen's Park. And Queen's Park, this election, will be the first uh, area in London to have a community council. So she had three votes to do. She had, like, the, the council elections, the European council elections, yeah. and the community council elections, which, were, which is quite funny because all the people on the ballot are people from the streets immediately yeah. around their house and stuff. But a lot of people have said, oh, I'm not going to bother voting on Thursday, because it's just, no, no, I'm not going to bother, I don't know what the issues are. It's like, in my opinion, local elections are the most influence you'll ever have yeah. in po- politics that affect your life. Mm. They're the ones that are real. I'll give you give, give an example, we had, the, they've all been canvassing around here. They came knocking on our door the other day, Lib Dems, knocking on the door, and they're like, yeah, so um, we're just uh, canvassing, uh, we want to know about the problems you've had with people driving really fast around the neighbourhood. And I said, well... Oh, we don't, I and mean, like you know, you know people like speeding around the neighborhood, and we think there should be speed bumps and stuff. And I said, "Well, sorry, but I don't. I don't think there are people driving crazy around the neighborhood. I it's <laughs> not. It's not a problem I have. And I'm not just saying that because I don't agree with your politics. I'm being honest. Like, and uh, like, as I said anywhere. that, as I said that, a car drove really slowly <laughs> up the street. Right, but then, <laughs> but then later on, like the next week, I got a, a thing through the door. And one of the policies they're putting in is going to be more speed bumps to slow down the traffic. Now, I really, Lofty, you know the area. Has that ever been a concern of yours? People speeding, no. joyriding around the area? I,
2: I have lived here all my life, and I've driven here for the last 20 years, and it is one of the slowest places yeah, I know. to get around. Because traffic is so bad. Teaching and speed bumps High it?
1: Street is sometimes a bit crazy. I think down by Teaching Broadway, there was a couple of people. There
0: was someone killed in Teaching Broadway a couple of... what a bicycle months. accident. No, no, no! Someone crossing the road was knocked over by a bus. Oh, that's buses. <laughs> um, well, do so, you know what I mean. It, it did make leave me feeling a bit like sort of you. You got a bit of a disconnect going yeah. on here with the, uh, the. But I think coming back to the, what lofty was saying about
3: you know, the the youth, the people who are leaving university and yes. getting getting to voting age, probably wouldn't realise that the the nuance between government level, and the vote there and local level and how it can be completely different that even if you know the Conservatives are in power at government level, that at local level, if it's a Labour or Lib Dem or whatever, you know, UKIP borough, it's completely different. So if you actually care about the area you live in, you yeah. know, you care about your council tax and when your I don't know refuse gets taken away, it's it's a completely you know, uh, and more mundane things. consideration. I mean, last
0: summer, we had, or actually, probably about four, or five months ago, we had a guy come round. I think he was from the Conservative Party, and he was talking about what issues in the area. And I, I had a real go at him about like the the, the pavements, the, the paving stones on Gateside Road, which are all completely broken up. You trip over them and stuff. Hmm. And uh, and he was like, I, I did lose it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was early in the morning, and um, he was like, Oh yeah, yeah, you're not the only person who said that. And about a month later. All, all the pavement had been fixed. All yes, of it. Dennis. Now, now I don't know if it was because of him or because of that or because lots of people in the neighbourhood had said. But I did feel in that moment that maybe I had helped because it wouldn't yeah, have just been you'd me. Been in, and actually, I, no, I'd, I'd help influence. Some some local matter that affected us directly. Do you know what I mean? And it makes you realise, and you should get involved locally. Oh, good. Some yeah. Even if it, it sounds like a really mundane thing, like the like the, the, the walkway outside your house, but if you're going to trip over uh, and hurt your leg, yeah. <coughs> <coughs> <laughs> you know, that, these are the things that are important.
3: I have to say, on that note, on the corner of where um, <laughs> the road off to going round to where I live, they've literally. <laughs> they've literally removed a whole section of pavement and and planted a tree now you would immediately think all three of you would think they're planting a tree they're planting a small shrub that would grow into a tree or something that was partially grown no (laughs) no a fully grown fucking tree (laughs) in the middle of the pavement what's wrong with a tree scrooge because it's already the branches are, are are at my nose height so so there'll be you know there'll be a, you know, your your breast level lofty. you wouldn't be able to get past it without you know tripping over puncturing you. your own tits and falling <laughs> falling into the road puncturing your own tits no. <laughs> But honestly, it is that bad. It's not just me. I mean, people. The amount of, you know, if if you're walking fast, a la Brownie, and competitively, you would have to remember. You, you would
2: have walk to. No, that oh, no, that's brilliant. That for me is just a new obstacle. Bring it on. You to...
1: <laughs> would it. I'll you, look it. Sorry, would you? Limb, limb yeah, limb limb, underneath limb. it. Yeah. He doesn't walk that fast anyway.
0: I, I was actually about to what? I was about <gasps> Oh burn I was about Competition to Competition de- is on I was about to describe you as a competitive street walker but that <laughs> doesn't sound very good <laughs> How much hey. do you I mean uh... <laughs> Yeah funny so, so anyway I think shall we some advice for our listeners Yeah the, the only advice I've got is go out there and vote
2: yeah. Find out what
0: the issues are and go and vote in your local bloody elections because if you don't Less informed, stupid people are going to end up voting in stupid people, mm. and we're going to end up being in a, a country which is run by morons. It's and
1: called people. the idiot void. More importantly, more importantly, register to vote.
2: Yeah, but and also, if you don't, really don't have the time to go, just do a postal vote. It's so much easier.
0: Yeah, I mean, as well, everyone. A bit lazy, though, isn't it? I don't have
2: the time <laughs> to go on Thursday I've got things to do I've got a cat and a kid and then that all far as i
3: Vote even if it's just for me I, I'm, it's a protest vote I don't really actually care about the other parties I just don't want UKIP to get any more influence
0: That's fair. That, right. That's a good enough reason to vote as far as yeah. I'm not
3: don't, don't be like Russell Brand and just not bother because that doesn't achieve anything
0: So um, uh, I, think, I think we've nearly got over time I don't know if anybody wants a 30 day challenge
3: can you see the hurt? Can you see the pain? Can you feel the rain? Coming like a
0: train of thought. Anyway, I was how's been, your
2: 30 day challenge? The good? 30
0: day challenges are going well. So, since we were last on, I have been. What was what was I doing last time? No okay. recreational internet. No, I've yeah. done that. Vegetarianism. Done that. Vegetarianism. Mm-hmm. Vegetarianism, brilliant. I uh, was a vegetarian for a month. And I've gone, I went back to eating meat for a short period of time, and I've kind of gone back to being a vegetarian again, what? purely voluntarily, not one hundred percent. So now I'm doing vegetarian as much as I can, and set for special meals like we've got barbecue coming this weekend. It's quite hard being a vegetarian at mm. a barbecue, um, and the occasional, you know, like family meal, Sunday roast. But I actually felt much healthier for it. Just I don't know. I didn't feel bloated, and I didn't gorge myself all the time. I lost weight. Mm-hmm. Um, I just felt better. The whole time. Didn't use a toothpick for a month. And now I am on a challenge called 30 days of public writing. Where I have to write something and publish it in a public forum every day. Which I have done. I'm on day 20 today. I skipped one day actually. With a good excuse I think. Um, and You're I've an published. Hospital. No. No I wasn't.
2: What's the longest piece, or the shortest piece you've
0: written? I think the longest piece I wrote was probably yesterday's one. So about a week ago, I asked people to field ideas for topics and questions. Because the first five days, I wrote about the 30-day challenges, which is a bit easy. So I wrote a piece where I was like, I don't want this to be easy. So people give me questions or ask me questions or throw topics at me. And I got a number of them. But one of them was from an old school friend who just who asked, uh, has a Portobello Road changed for better or for worse has it lost, lost its charm and because I grew up in that area I took it to heart and I went down to Portville Road did some research walked up and down the street did some recordings made notes and stuff and I wow. started writing it's, it's actually turned into something quite long um, I did one a couple of days a few nights ago which was really um, off the cuff um, I was on the train home I was going to write about something completely different and I saw a guy changing behind a car near Westfield mm-hmm. Um, just while I was waiting on the platform, Changed I looked team. up and it, and he well he was taking off a, a Superman yeah he was taking off a <laughs> like a what looked like a security guard uniform yeah and was putting on like a builder's uniform Back well I I, I was I, that's what I started you should read the piece mm-hmm. I, I wrote it's it's a little bit more poetic than what I usually write I quite <laughs> that's I quite, I quite, my
2: point of guilty until proven innocent <laughs> I quite
0: I, I, I quite. I was quite proud of it. I actually published it on Medium, which is a professional writers forum mm. as well. But yeah, I was thinking, what was he doing? Was he a mm. stripper gram? Was he a, was he a, a, a bank robber? Yeah. You well, know, did he actually have two jobs it, and yeah, stuff? It got... And it was just, and I just wrote the whole thing on the way home. And it's just proven to be quite, um, I don't know, liberating. It's mm. made, it makes you, just makes you think. So I'm quite enjoying that. I'm, I need some ideas for the next challenge. I was thinking I might do for the next one um, no television or film or video wow. for a month. Right. That that I think will be very hard. That's extreme. Yeah. I also thought about not planning anything for a month. I
2: could never like,
0: n- absolutely nothing at all. So if anyone invited me something, I wouldn't be able to say yes. I'd have to decide last minute to go. How about not not, not
3: showering <laughs> or bathing for a month?
2: No, I couldn't be that. No, to do I'm, I'm not podcast. interested in that. <laughs> no, I'm
3: no, not interested in that at all. What about what Lofty's doing, which is hopping on one leg for a month? But just always no, I wouldn't
1: recommend it either. I'll tell you what though, I do look like I said this to Dennis the other day. I look like the, I look like the, t- you know, um, in Terminator
3: right at the end when he's about to get crushed in the metal crusher.
0: Yeah. He's like kind of like, yeah. That's what I look like when I'm going up the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so anyway, that was my thirty well day challenge well I'm um,
3: update.
0: You and you're to still going? Yeah. Are you going to do this all year? I'm going to do it for the whole year. That was the, the I've got six more to do. Wow. No, seven more to do. This is the fifth one. So. Um, what one have you enjoyed? To be honest, the one the I've enjoyed most. the most so far has been vegetarianism. Oh. So much so that I've carried it on as much as I can. I don't even feel like I've come close to touching all the stuff that I can you know, types of food and meals yeah. I can do as a vegetarian. I've, and I'm surprised at that. It's got an added payoff because I lost weight. Yeah. And without even trying. So and it's cheaper as oh, yeah, well yeah. way cheap. you don't realise how much money you spend on meat products until you stop buying meat <laughs> <laughs> so, like, wow so, so what about becoming a serial
3: killer for a month and murdering a different person every week like
2: Dexter
3: I'm not sure that would
0: really go down very well with my probation officer <laughs> alright well Lofty it's been a pleasure get oh, we yeah, well soon mate yeah. see you Friday hope it all gets better yeah.
2: Yeah, see you Friday man.
1: yeah
0: yeah. Um, yeah. see you on Sunday Lofty yeah
2: we'll see you Sunday yeah then. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm coming on Sunday ok cool
2: uh, slide mad,
3: I'm coming, but Good. I'm, I'm, yeah. well I, done. I I won't see any t- any of these things because no one likes me. But oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah,
2: that's yeah. Okay. 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 all, all right. right. Goodbye
0: lofty and goodbye listeners. Bye. Bye. See you next
2: time.
1: We're sick of seeing poverty. We're sick of seeing misery, misery, we're sick of the fatality locality are oh, we just killing the time, waiting for a sign,
0: like a battle cry, or a longer bind on all it just depends how close the ground level
2: you're on can I just say well Go. done, oh well, hold on I might not be over yet. but well done everyone for not talking about anything techie, apart from setting up for about an hour, the Skype to get lofty with us <laughs> Ah, brilliant. Yeah,
1: brilliant. sorry that. Uh...